All right. Hello, everybody. And instead of welcome back, I'm back. Feels good to be back here on the podcast. I uh, took an episode hiatus there and the fellas took over for me, which was super awesome of them. And then uh, taking a bit of one extra week here just to get our bearings back together and let me be back on the podcast here after uh, what feels like a super long duration away. But uh, we're here recording episode number 88 uh, for our Wednesday, June 7th episode. Uh, and today we are doing a game show and we are doing Who's That Player? Um, so it's kind of a spinoff, a little bit of kind of similar to what we did for uh, guests. Uh, you know, um, guess who is what we called it before, but this is going to kind of spin into a nice little opportunity for us to get on some social media stuff and some social media content. So um, if you're following along with the pod here as well, you'll be able to follow along on the social media as well. So before we get started on this episode here, uh, first want to say a big shout out and big thank you to Armin and Zach for taking over episode number 87 and, and making sure that the content was still getting out to the listeners at home. But uh uh, well, well, before we get this thing started here, we'll say hello and see how, how the boys have been doing these last uh, couple of weeks while uh, while we're getting the, the ball back up and running. So Armin, how's things been going for you? I know we got a couple of weeks left of school and, and getting peppered by some warm weather, but uh, what you been up to? Man, this, uh, this end of school just is flying by. You know, you're going to June and we, I was thinking, yeah, like we got three, four weeks in June here of school and it's like, no, it's like only like two and a half weeks. Like, man, I it snuck on up on me. I'm excited to be be done the school year, but also, oh, I got some work to do, and also my master's class going on here. So that's right in the thick of it. And then uh, rugby season, the games are starting. I got a game on Friday, and then a game next Wednesday as well. So I'm um, excited to be playing some rugby and uh, getting to instead of just. Uh, watch guys hit each other on tv watch, watching football get to hit people myself just about shed a tear when you said master's work because i've been trying to forget about that because i definitely know that's lingering over my shoulder so i'll think more about you know the warm weather and the football and all that good stuff you're talking about Armin. not so much the schoolwork. <laughs> talk about yourself what's been keeping you busy uh been battling a bit of a bit of a head cold here since uh i guess friday morning so that's been sweet. Um, and then uh, football kicked off this week at school. Started on Monday, so it's been nice to get back out there. Perfect weather for you guys, too. Can't argue with this. Oh, too hot, I'm telling you. <laughs> for the cold, Kids, you just roll the sleeves up and catch a tan. The boys are yeah. catching dehydration. Kids haven't even started warm-ups, and the offensive line's sweating. <laughs> well, that's good cardio, boys. Slow her down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 50 uh, yard walk from the gym yeah. good spring cam boys uh we're shutting you down um we'll get things going here you guys i know this is um a little bit we're a little bit on the delayed side we took an extra week off which i'm very happy that the guys did which allowed me to be back on the pod here but there's not a lot to talk about this is kind of you know we always call it the dog days of the fantasy football season where it's a little too far away from draft season to start getting things going and we're kind of just rating that otas where other than you know one big injury that seems to happen every year um, that's kind of where we're at for news. And right now there's not a lot, a lot of speculations about uh, DeAndre Hopkins and where he's going to land up, but that's kind of where we're at. So uh, this episode, we're just going to go straight to a 22 fresh quick question of the week, a quick one, an easy one. Um, not too much to go into that one. We'll go into our segment and then Armin's going to wrap it up with a hot take. So um, for this quick question of the week, we got uh, who is a player you are actively trying to add to your dynasty roster before the start of this upcoming season. And uh, Zach, we'll get you to start this one off. Well, 
I could have came up with a lot of names, and a lot of those names would have been second-year wide receivers. I think that's a very uh, interesting market. A lot of young players that are uh, in prime spots to exploit, I think, uh, after some had underwhelming rookie seasons. But the one that really uh, piques my interest is Jahan Dotson. Uh, Dotson was the 16th overall pick last year in the rookie draft or in the NFL draft, pardon me, uh, played 12 games, had 35 receptions, 523 yards, and seven scores, which was commendable considering he was playing with Carson Wentz and the like in Washington. Um, currently, though, he's being drafted as the 40th wide receiver off the board. Um, I think Dotson has a lot of potential now. Uh, regardless if it's Sam Howell or Jacoby Brissett, I think there's a upgrade at the quarterback position and as long as Terry McLaurin is in Washington, I don't think Dotson will ever see um, prime uh, target volume, but I do think he could be a, a good flex or wide receiver three type option on most rosters. Yeah, he's a, he's a guy that I, I obviously have a huge Terry McLaurin fan, always have been uh, of the talents. And he's kind of living the same, same nightmare as Dotson. It's just quarterback purgatory and, and what can he do with a rookie quarterback, but I imagine whatever the rookie quarterback play has to be better than what Carson Wentz was able to accomplish last year. <laughs> that's, a, that's a name. Like I, I like how you said, Zach, the rookie wide receivers, but of those rookie wide receivers, he's a guy that's got to be lower on that list. Like it's going to be almost impossible to get like a Drake or, um, or I mean, Jameson Williams is kind of still a status quo, even though he's got that uh, the suspension coming, but uh, Olave, like those are all guys that are going to be super difficult to get. And there's people, some people that are like really interested in Dotson, some people that are kind of impartial, but of the rookie class, I think he has just as much potential as the others. He just hasn't had that big booms, which opens up a little bit of a buy low window in comparison to those, those big names. So that's a, that's a name that I really like that uh, you mentioned there, Zach. Um, Armand, who's uh, who's a guy, or I guess you got two down here. Who's somebody that you're interested in trying to uh, pick up on the pick up before the dynasty season starts? Yeah, you know, I, I'm gonna go with the main guy, the guy that I have been actually trying to get. I just haven't quite figured out any trade offers that I wanted to send out yet, but uh, that's Kadarius Tony. Um, I think when it comes to the Kansas City Chiefs. If there's a shot that the guy you're going for could be the number one receiver in that offense, provided, you know, everyone knows it's Kelsey, but like the actual like receiver, not receiving weapon, I guess. Uh, I think you got to go for it. Like even Juju put up over a thousand yards last year, right? And Tony is showing when he, when he's on the field and he is playing, he is explosive. He is a big play waiting to happen. He's electric with the ball um and and he's a guy that that you want and when they've been searching for that next Tyreek Hill he's probably the closest that they've come to actually getting the next Tyreek Hill when you think about what kind of a weapon Tony can be um he's just been hampered a little bit by injuries and then when he came in uh after the trade um he didn't get a lot of opportunity because he was that that is probably a very complicated uh, offense to try and learn, right? Um, but the plays that he did get in, they were clearly designed for for him and with the purpose of getting him the ball in his hands. And he looked good once he got the ball in his hands. So you got to think that they're they're going to try and utilize him this year. And I think it's still an opportunity to buy low for him because uh, because people 
who who may own him have gone through two years of uh of kind of hardship with him especially last year it was pretty hard when everyone was expecting him to break out last year after his pretty decent rookie season especially i think your highly efficient rookie season i guess especially seeing as i think he was the only skilled player not to get a receiving touchdown for the kansas city chiefs in the super bowl last year <laughs> you look at those super bowl stats um my guy is one that i think you could probably get on a bit of a bargain um obviously he's not the high superstar or the or the rookie or sophomore coming up that has a lot of you know shining stars around his name but i'm i'm pursuing damian harris and it sucks i'm talking about this because zach has him on his dynasty roster and now after talking about why i like him so much there's no way zach's gonna addition to me on the chief but um, <laughs> when you look at uh, running backs especially if you're in any sort of ppr format Everybody wants the receiving back. Everybody wants the guy that catches the ball. Everybody wants the guy that's on third down. They want their receiving back because it's additional points for your fantasy team. And as soon as you see guys that are only, you know, specialists like the first two downs, maybe the little bit of goal line work, they kind of get phased out a little bit. But Damian Harris, since leaving the New England Patriots, is now joining the Buffalo Bills. The Buffalo Bills don't pass their running back anyways. They, had, they got they traded for Naeem Hines. They didn't throw to him. If you're not going to throw to Naeem Hines, who's one of the best third down ball catchers in the game, then who are you going to throw the ball to? And everybody's still kind of, you know, on the James Cook train because he has that catching paralysis that, that other running backs don't have. And he was the rookie that was brought in. He kind of got a little bit of share. You don't want the path catcher in Buffalo. You want the goal line. You want the hard-nosed runner. And that's Damian Harris. And last year, you look at his statistics, it's not special because he dealt with a lot of injuries. He had 106 attempts for 463 yards and three touchdowns. Not great. So most people look in his last year's stats like, okay, you know, ho-hum, what's he going to look at? Right now, looking at the MFL projections, they're, they're projecting him 157 attempts for 695 yards and four touchdowns. Well, if you lost Zach for the Patriots three years ago or two years ago, sorry, at 202 attempts, almost 1,000 yards and 15 touchdowns, 15 touchdowns is a bit of an anomaly, but the Buffalo Bills offense is what we want pieces of. And he is a hard-nosed runner that has a nose for the end zone. So four touchdowns, I think, is a bit – not a bit. I think it's quite a bit low for a projection for what he's accomplishing this upcoming season. And he's not a guy that's you know high seen as a top 12 running back. Some people even have him outside the top 24 running backs. Uh, he's a guy that I think you can get on the cheap side uh, in Dynasty, and those running backs are hard to come in a lot of Dynasty leagues. So a guy that I really like, and I think you can get on your teams relatively cheap in comparison to uh, to other big names. Um, keeping the ball moving here, um, skipping over insiders and headliners, like I mentioned, there wasn't a ton of other, you know, like just speculatory stuff. So we'll go right into our who's that player. And how this is going to operate is um, we're going to give five hints, uh, going for number one, we can try and guess if we want, lock it in. If we want to hear another hint, we'll go two, three, four, all the way down to five. And then uh, we're hopefully <laughs> got to figure it out by the uh, fifth hint. Uh, and there'll be a point system awarded based on which round you guess correctly. Uh, I think last year we ended up doing a bit of uh, a gamble on that. But uh, do you guys want to do like uh, a social media wager wheel on this one? Or what do you guys want to do? Or do you want to do like a gentleman's agreement? Or, or should we lay something on the line? Uh, I'm fine with a, uh, a gentleman's agreement. Yeah. Yeah. Gentleman's agreement. Okay. So for this one, uh, number one, we're going to go is Armand, then Zach, then myself, and then the, the same order coming back. So uh, Armand, uh, we'll do this kind of quick, I guess. In the last couple of years, we hinted and hawed for about five minutes between uh, hints. We'll try and speed it up this year to 
for time time sakes. But uh, you're number one. Uh, you'll give us your hint number one, and then uh, so on and so forth. You know, you know the job. So, all right. Are you guys ready? Hint number one. Okay. Um, he is a shifty, undersized RB specializing in catching passes. Yeah, I have no guess. Zach, any guess? Next one, please. All right. Um, in his offense in the passing game, he is only competing for targets against a young alpha wide receiver and a rookie or sophomore tight end. Otherwise, there is no established passing threats in the offense. Can you say that one again, please? He's, he's only competing for targets with a young alpha wide receiver and a rookie or sophomore tight end. Otherwise, there's no high upside or established passing threats in his offense. Still don't got it, but uh, continue on, Zach. You got a guess? Uh, no, I don't think so. I got a name that's clouding my judgment, but <laughs> trying to get that out of there. Okay, give me the third one here, Armin. Oh, hey. He is probably considered the more talented of the RBs on his roster. But as I said before, he's undersized, and there is a bigger running back on their roster that he will have to compete with for early down carries, and that bigger running back will most likely vulture goal line touches. Um, yeah. I'm going to make my guess, I think, here. You're making it? Ah, nope, nope, never mind. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Okay, I yeah, no, keep her going. Oh hey. The fourth clue. He is running behind a top ten O line. Was that you locking in there? Yeah, I am. I'm gonna lock it in. I'm writing it. I'm ready to get in. All right. No, that was me getting an email, by the way. It wasn't me locking <laughs> in. <laughs> Timing. <laughs> Zach, you locking in or you want the last one? Spoon feed me. All right. Th this one might actually give it away. It depends on your history knowledge here. Put my pen down so you guys know. All right. He led the league in touchdowns in 2019. Oh, shit. I pick a rookie. <laughs> <laughs> There, there was a guy that uh, that he was very similar to in this uh, description until the last one. So I'm curious to see who your rookie is because that's the that's the guy he's similar to. Hey, what was the last hint? I really wasn't listening, other than the fact he's in 2019 <laughs> led the league in touchdowns in 2019. Oh, yeah. Funny enough, the amount of touchdowns he had was 19. <laughs> <laughs> 
total touchdowns also, just so you know. I think who that is. I always get my 2019 and 2020 statistics kind of mixed up in a row. I know for a fact I don't have this right. Zach, who do you got? I couldn't even couldn't even begin to guess. <laughs> uh, I was going to say something like originally I was going to go like Gibbs, but then I knew Hawkinson was uh, out of there. So I don't know. Uh, I can't even can't even guess. Let's go like. Aaron Jones. I I put yeah, I put Jamar Gibbs. That fit the bill. Top 10 O-line. Uh, you know, you got uh Monterey St. Brown there. He's undersized, shifty, pass catching back. Considered maybe the two behind a bigger Montgomery. That's a goal line guy that fit the bill. The only thing that was kind of throwing me off was the the rookie tight end, but sophomore rookie tight end. But they did bring in, you know, La, Laporta. So Laporta, like, yeah. This is Jameer Gibbs. I should have just been patient, but <laughs> the, the answer the answer is Aaron Jones. And Jameer Gibbs was the one that it, it falls in line with him until the last clue. Well, Zach, you got that right, eh? I was I was gonna say Gibbs when I was like I think it was guess number three or clue number three. Then I'm like, oh the uh yeah, that second and third year. Or first and second year tight end one you're, had me uh, second me guessing. You're playing on my heartstrings there, Armin. That's a dirty. <laughs> That's a dirty <laughs> okay, well, I'll keep score here. So Zach's got one point. Zach's got one. I didn't get nothing. Armin tricked me, and Armin's got nothing so far. Okay, uh, next one on the docket we have Zach. Zach, your first one. Here we go. I'm actually really interested to see how we we all phrase our clues because the way I did mine could uh, could not be much more different than uh, than Armand, um, <laughs> which not a bad thing. Just going to be interesting. Um, so my first one here is he entered the league as a first round draft pick. So go kick rocks on that one, you guys. <laughs> Uh, hit number two, he is a six foot three, 220 pound quarterback that started 13 games last season. 213, uh, six foot three, 220 pound quarterback started 13 games. I think I got a. I got mine. Are you I'm locking in? in? Holy. Yeah, I'm locking in. Okay. Uh, JC, keep going or what? I'm not locking in. Yeah, I got some ideas, but I'm not that confident. <laughs> <laughs> he led his team on three game-winning drives last year. What? Yeah, I got Yeah, I got mine. I'm pretty sure I got it right. <laughs> uh, number four. Earl, what do you think there, JC? We good? I narrowed it down to a couple more, but yeah, keep it going. Okay. He plays in the AFC North. Yeah, I'm writing it down. You're good? What's in the AFC North? I'm not great with division, so. <laughs> yeah, I'm not AFC North. Oh, I'm not locking it in because that's not the AFC. You know, the guy I was thinking was in the AFC South. Okay, keep it coming. 
And uh, number five, he played his college football at Pitt. Okay, I got it. Can he pick it? Yep, that's the man. Oh. No way. Armin Dial. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Can he? Holy Armin, you dialed that in at six foot three, two twenty. Uh, it was the thirteen starts. Holy crap, Armin! I had Trevor Lawrence in my head, but I was like, he started more than thirteen games. Yeah, he was all seventeen, wasn't he? Yeah, no, I think he missed once. Oh, yeah, you might be right. So, Frick, Armin, you got four points there. That's not bad. I thought I was gonna be a real, real asshole with uh, with this one. <laughs> I thought well, the fir- uh, first one you narrowed it down to thirty-two guys. Well, <laughs> um, the uh, like this profile is super similar to Lamar Jackson. Uh, both first round picks, both that six three two twenty ballpark. Jackson started thirteen or twelve games last year. Pickett did thirteen. Uh, both play in the North, so thought that one might be a little tricky. But uh, Armando. Is a Kenny Pickett truther? Yeah, three game-winning drives too, because that one, that one game was he didn't start it in, but he did have a game-winning drive. Was it in his first appearance? Yeah, I think that was like week three or four. He had like yeah. six passing yards, but he had like three rushing touchdowns or something. Um. <laughs> uh, okay, number three here. So my number one, I'll start things off. Uh so my first one is also, Zach, is seemingly enough, is a similar hint. He was a first-round pick, but it was in 2019, and he plays, he has played for four total seasons. Well, that makes it a lot easier. I'm assuming you have no hints and no guesses yet. No. In my career, I have broken 1,000 receiving yards only once. My next best to that was 769 receiving yards. Well, we know it's not Nikhil Harry. <laughs> was a first-round pick. <laughs> not that one, right? Damn right he was. Okay, should I go to the hint in three? Uh, yeah, I think so. Uh, in, yeah. my first, in my first three seasons, I got six-plus touchdowns. But in my 2022 campaign, I only got three. Ooh. I'm going to lock it in. Those first three seasons, he got at least six or more. But this past season, he only had three. Yeah, I'm locked and loaded here. I'm hazy on the 2019 draft class, but I'm this six boy, TD, but only three in 2022. This, yeah, so the first three seasons, he had six or more. This last year, only had three. Zach, if you oh, had six had, or more. Six or more in the first three seasons each year. I think it was like six, nine, and eight or something like that, I think. All right, just give me a second. I'm rushing through the receivers. I, I think I'm going to lock in too, but I, uh, I'm i not confident. Okay, so my next one, Zach, I thought for sure you'd get this one, but I didn't think No, so. I, I have it. I'm done. I'm good. Yeah, I know, but I'm just saying, like, I, I, I didn't think Armin would lock in the seat, but I thought you would have it. So my fourth hint was my current ADP is 6.5. 12, even though I am currently the number one wide receiver on my team. 
And then the fifth hint, I'm currently on my second NFL franchise, and both of my quarterbacks I've played with are well-known for their rushing upside. Ah, uh, I got it. That's, that's Hollywood. Hollywood Brown, baby. Uh-huh. What would you put, Armin? I put Debo. Debo, oh, yeah. That was the same draft class, was it? No, Debo was the year before. Was he no, I think before? it was same same year, just Debo was second round. Oh, yeah. Yeah, see, that's what I couldn't remember. I couldn't remember if he was first round or second round. Zach gets three points and Armin zero. I knew I figured you would get this one, Zach. I know you're a Hollywood guy. Same thing, once again, somebody that's on Zach's roster that uh, I want to try and get my hands on. <laughs> this is a this is a buy low on this guy. It's gonna be a little more difficult now that obviously uh, with uh, Hopkins leaving, but I still think there's a lot of negativity with him being there and with uh, um, uh, with Murray coming back still off the ACL. There's a, there's still, I think there's a little sneaky window there, but in redraft, I'm telling you, I'm gonna have a ton of him right now with current ADP six. Every on that six seven turn, that's uh that's a screaming value. Uh, coming back up to the top, Armin. Your second player. All right. So, last year, I ranked number two in the league in juke rate at 43.4%. Does the number really matter? I don't know. I'm not one of the <laughs> He's good at juking. <laughs> He's a jukester. Zach, you got it locked in yet or what? <laughs> no? Come on. No way, Jose. All right. My second clue. Last year, I ranked number three in the league in breakaway, breakaway run rate at 10.9%. So this is a guy who makes guys miss. And makes them pay for it. I'm taking a shot in the dark. Okay. I'm locking it in just because I need some points. And because I'm kind of confident. <laughs> okay, locked in. Pen down. Okay. Let's hear one more, maybe. Okay. Third hint. I play on a run first team. Oh, yeah, I'm good, I think. Kenneth Walker, baby. CMC. All right, second hint. I was drafted in the second round of 2020. Oh, Wolf, yeah, that's, a, that's a miss for me. That's not Ken Walker <laughs> either. I'm uh, swinging a miss. <laughs> and then uh, the last hint, I've been kind of forgotten because of injuries have plagued me in my first three years. It was J.K. Dobbins. Real elusive there on the IR. Good for him. Yeah. What is, how many how many rates was this on? Four attempts? He was number two in juke rate, number three in juke rate. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I went back and I was looking at the stats last year. I was trying to find a guy that would be sneaky there. And I wanted to highlight J.K. Dobbins today because, like, I think he's a guy we should be targeting. You know how, like, Dalvin Cook, his first few years in the league, everybody knew he was a great running back. But he always got injured. But once he finally got healthy and was able to play, he like exploded onto the scene. And I'm kind of wondering if that's going to be J.K. Dobbins this year. Finally, you know he's he's in a great situation still. 
it's only Gus Edwards and uh, Justice Hill behind him yet. And like that juke rate, that breakaway run rate, he's he's a great running back and he can catch the ball too. Um, and then on Baltimore, who likes to run the ball anyways, um, he just, he needs to be healthy to, to do it. But um, where he's going, he could be a league winner this year if, if he stays healthy. You're a trickster, Armin. Both times I was looking at your hints. You were just trying to tee us up for – you were trying to throw us off the scent. Yeah. That was your strategy <laughs> this year. Uh, Zach, who's your second player? Not ready. Uh, this young wide receiver entered the league as a second-round draft pick. That's hit number one. He's young, but we yep. don't know what year he was drafted. No. Well, I do, but you guys don't. <laughs> Thanks, tips. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you do at least. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he is a six foot three, hundred and eighty five pound wide receiver, and he played in thirteen games last season. Hundred and eighty five pounds. Yep. I'm locking in. Ooh. JC, keep, should I keep going? Oh, yeah, you better. I, Frick, I might be wrong here. Are I'm going? still locking. Uh, <laughs> no, going I'm not Michael locking Scott in. I'm here. not locking snip, in. I'm snap, not locking snip, in. Snap. I'm not locked in. Not locked in. Not locked in. We're unlocked. Okay. Unlocked. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, I don't have one. All right. In college, he averaged. 15.7 yards per reception. In college? Yep. 15 what, sorry? 15.7 yards per reception. Hmm. That help out any? Not really. Probably not. We're not a big college guy other than like, uh, you know, our own teams. We're not big college guys like you, Zach. Well, that's too bad. No, it uh, doesn't help us in this situation. Uh, he played at Baylor. He was a Baylor Bear. Baylor. I'm glad I didn't lock in. The guy I was thinking of was uh, Bama. Oh, Slim Reaper. <laughs> that's who I was thinking of, too. Want the that was a first-round pick. Yeah. That's that's what made me unlock because I suddenly remembered what round he was picked in. Okay, give me another hint. I can't lock. And the last one, number five, should come to the shock to nobody, plays for the New England Patriots. That's why it might be a bit of a deep cut for some of you. Six, three... Second round, Baylor. Yeah, I think I have this, but I'm not confident. Are you locked in, Norman? Uh, Zach, who are the receivers for the Pats right now? No, I, just, <laughs> the only thing is, I don't think this guy played for Baylor. That's the only thing throw me off, but it's the only name that comes to my mind right now. So, Yeah, I'm only getting one name coming to my mind, too, and I think I'm wrong, so. Also um, locked in. I don't even remember his first name. I just remember his last name. You put 
Uh, Thornton. Trey Conther. Tyquan Thornton, too. Yeah. Yep. You guys both earned yourself Uno points. Hey, one's better than zero. Hey. That is Tyquan Thornton. He uh, (laughs) had himself a pretty decent uh, training camp last year. Broke his collarbone in the preseason. Never really got back up to speed. Uh, Matt Patricia uh, wasn't there to help him along, obviously. Um, This year, off to rave reviews so far in the offseason. And uh, some people on the the Patriot beat think uh, by end of season, he might be the number one target uh, in that offense. Somebody that you can get for free at the end of your redraft leagues or best ball drafts right now and and somebody that i think you get for a bit of a bargain in dynasty super sneaky pick for sure like he was a he was a sneaky pick in dynasty rookie drafts last year let alone now that he like battled back from injury and whatnot and how bad patriots offense was last year like real sneaky pick zach i like that one okay wrapping this one up here my the sixth player my second one uh we're going through this is my first hint is I saw my opportunities rise from a career high of 141 to 248 in 2022. 248? Yep. Oh. I'm assuming that would be carries. <laughs> he, he did not throw the ball all that often. <laughs> you mean uh, there's not a receiver who got 248 receptions? Here we go. Hit number two. My current ADP is 2.08, and I am being taken ahead of guys like AJ Brown, Bijan Robinson, Saquon Barkley, CD Lamb, and Jonathan Taylor. The names are more or less like elimination process, but the big hint there is the 208 very early ADP. Yeah. Number three? Yeah. Keep going running. Hint number three. My best fantasy finish was the RB7 last season with over 1,000 yards. And before that, my seasons were RB28, RB41, and RB52. Oh. Give me one more. I think I'm getting close. Okay, so hit number four. Uh, I had a total of 12 touchdowns last season, which is more than I've had my entire career added all together through three years. So my three previous years, I did not surpass 12 total touchdowns in those entirety of the three seasons put together. But last year, I had 12. Okay, I think I know who I'm going with. Got your locker in? Yeah, I want to text you right now. I'm going to lock in too because I don't want to end up losing to Zach by a point or something or you carry her by a point. No, I'm not even close. I got two points. I'm not even close. I should have locked in last one. I should have locked in last one but uh, because this one didn't help me at all. Okay, so you're both locked in? Yeah, here you can see the iPad on the screen. It's not doing yeah. anything. Here's my final hint. 
historically I made my name as the second option, but have been incredibly efficient with my limited touches. Oh, kind of changes it. Historically, I made my name as a as the second option, but I've been incredibly efficient with my touches. What are your guys' guesses? I said Josh Jacobs. Oh, Tony Pollard. Yeah, Tony Josh Jacobs Paul- was RB one last year, Zach. Tony Pollard Tony. was the Tony Pollard was the winner. That's who it was. Tony Pollard, two oh eight, astronomically high. Can't believe it. I was looking at the names in front of Saquon, in front of CD, in front of AJ Brown, JT, Bijan. I couldn't believe it. High high hopes for Tony Pollard. Couldn't believe it. The o- the only hint that actually helped me, JC, was that jump and touches, <laughs> which was the first hint. Yeah, I just I I, I fixated on that one because I was like, who who jumped so hard? far and touches and he was the only i think the only other name that i could think of was deontay foreman maybe but i don't even i don't think he got that high in touches last year yeah frick well oh, and the year before anyways fight for a gentleman's agreement here because i got spanked Foreman <laughs> wins with six zach's with four and then i got two was Ooh. not a great performance here for the old guess who but uh nonetheless it's always fun doing the game shows i this was some of my favorite parts of the podcast are doing these games and, you know, messing around with some of the stuff. But um, I guess without further ado, I'll wrap this one up with uh, with Armin's ice-cold hot take. You're not on fire, Ricky Bobby! I'm on fire! All right. So, uh, my... Ice cold hot take here is that um, RB1 on the season, and this is spicy, will be drafted late round four or later with the current ADP that they're currently in. Okay. In that range, you can find some pretty good RBs that have the potential, I think, to be RB1 on the season. Um, We saw last year. What happened with uh, Josh Jacobs, right? He was drafted in round four or five, usually in in drafts last year, and he ended up finishing the season as RB one. Um, so the the current guys that are in this range that I think could possibly do it. There's some of them are a better chance than others, but uh, you got Joe Mixon, Miles Sanders, Cam Akers, J.K. Dobbins. DeAndre Swift, Rashad White, James Connor, Isaiah Pacheco, Javante Williams, and then like a little extra here, Alexander Madison, right? Doesn't, if uh, Cook ends up getting traded before the season half opens, um, he could be looking at uh, being the the next best thing since sliced bread um, <laughs> in Minnesota there. Um, so all guys that, that uh, have opportunity or um, are highly athletic and just need to prove it, right? Like Cam Akers, he's the guy in in, uh, in in the Rams. He's the three down back who can do it all. Dobbins can do it all. Miles Sanders is the new guy in Carolina. Um, and he's got Chubba Hubbard behind him and 
Sanders is probably going to be the guy. Joe Mixon is the guy in Cincinnati. Um, and then, like, you got Pacheco, who's coming off a great tear to the end of the season last year. And um, if he continues on the way he was running at the end of the season and during playoffs, he could have himself a hell of a uh, fantasy season. And then all, all of us here on the pod are hype about Javante Williams. He's coming off an injury. Um you know, he's, he's a buy low because of that. But if he hits the ground running, who knows what could happen there as well. And um, hopefully Denver fixes their offense. And we've seen with Sean Payton what uh, what a good three-down running back can do in his system too. So, um, yeah, that's my ice-cold hot take. Um, they have high ceilings. There's just a lot of question marks surrounding their situation. Part of the reason why I like this take is because you put it as like the fourth round. And the thing I've realized in some of my best ball drafts coming up here is um, that the, the fourth round, you know, that historical, we call it dead zone, RB zone. It's not, yeah. it's, it's getting pushed further back because the wide receivers and even some of the big quarterbacks and tight ends, they're coming higher and higher. And they're, you know, these big name Jeffersons, the cups, the Tyree kills, the, you know, these, some of these wide receivers, even Garrett Wilson is kind of flying into the second round uh aj brown you know those are coming up earlier on and they're dropping some of these running backs back that dead zone is slowly sliding from the you know the fourth fifth round to the fifth sixth and even like slower and even slower back though some of those names so not not to say that all those guys are going to hit that's just never going to happen but they're the one name that i think if i had to guess out of this list and i know i think you're saying yours was josh jk dobbins i think would be your guess um my my guy that i think would could be is miles sanders that's a that's a sneaky name that easily could have been put up at the top of the list, and I don't think like he's not as by low as he would have been last year, where he was you know struggling a little bit uh, in that monstrosity backfield of several headed monster. But now I think he's got a really good opportunity to have kind of a really really good uh, offensive line. Um, so I'm really happy about uh, the Miles Sanders opportunity, especially as his ADP continues to drop into those bottom rounds. But that's that's kind yeah. of so I, I like this one quite a bit there, Armin. Yeah, and like. You even look at it like who comes out on top in, in Philadelphia for the backfield now with, with Swift and Penny? Like, what if Penny comes out? He's going at RB40, 111th overall. Like, if Penny has shown that he has the skill set to be an elite RB as well, he just he's injury prone as well. Like, so what if, if he puts that, together a f- full season? What holy if it, crap. What if it's Gainwell? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Boston Scott's still on the roster. Like, it's oh, it's a disaster. Like, it's. It's yeah. not even, like it's not even. It's worse than picking out a a needle in a haystack. Like this yeah. is harder. It's it's. But, but you even look at at Washington should be a better offense this year with the enemy there. Second year of Ron Rivera, um, like and you got Brian Robinson and and uh, Antonio Gibson. Who's gonna win that battle? And whoever wins that battle could end up being elite. Yeah, that Gibson was another name that's kind of in that mix. But he's getting some uh some off season hype right now too. So. As soon as you yeah. get an offseason hype piece, it's hard to pick somebody up in Dynasty right away. Yeah. You see that, oh, this person has been added to the uh, the trade wire. <laughs> yeah, well, that's a shocker. Well, and also, it's not a for sure thing that Camaro is getting suspended, right? Yeah. And he's all the way down in that group, too. Like, you could get Camaro in there, and he could be – he's been a elite running back his career, so. Yeah. Anything you want to add here, Army, before you wrap uh, episode number 88 up? 88. Ooh, that's a good receiving number, man. That's Brian C.D. Lamb. Let's keep her rolling. 
Dallas Cowboys yeah. episode, I guess. Yeah. Um, no, uh, it, it, this was a fun episode. I love doing the games. Uh, everybody, thanks for listening and uh, excited to, to do another game in two weeks here. Yeah, feels good to be back here in two weeks time man we are literally gonna have like minutes left in our uh in our before the summer break hits so we're gonna be too excited really excited guys well like three i guess all three of us but uh, <laughs> anyways, that'll do it for episode number 88 thanks for listening everybody take care and uh feels good to be back here let's talk soon